0: Hi, this is Sharon Rhodes of Time For You, and I want to welcome you to the podcast today. You probably can say the same thing. I hear all the time from my friends and everybody I talk to, even people in the grocery stores I'm checking out, I hear people say, I'm just so busy, I'm just so overwhelmed, I can't keep up. Sometimes even I say that, and if I don't say it, sometimes I feel it. As I look back over my own life, I would agree that there are way more things to engage my attention, or maybe distract me, than even just 10 years ago. So why is that? I think it's technology. As great as technology is, I think it's largely to blame. I love the fact that I can order something and then track its shipment and know where it is at every moment so that I know exactly when that to expect it on my doorstep. I love the fact that I can text my husband while he's out running errands to ask him to pick up some bananas on the way home and save me the trip. I love the fact that I can connect with my grandkids from any time, at any place, and I can see their faces, I can hear their voices, and I can literally watch them grow up on my iPhone. Technology is great, and yet I think it's a huge time sink. I can sit down just to check email and end up finding myself five or six clicks down in deep into a Facebook post that totally diverts my attention from what I should be doing. I hear people say, I wanna find the time to do something or let's find the time to have lunch. Now, here's the reality of that phrase, find time. We each have exactly the same number of minutes in every day. No more, no less. And there is simply no way we will ever find more time. So trying to find time is fruitless. It's a waste of time. We need to make time. And that means making smarter choices about how we invest ourselves in those 1,440 minutes that we each have every single day. Like I said, no more, no less. We can grab on to some time-saving tips to help us waste less time and maximize those 1,440 minutes. So here are just a few. Number one, declutter your home and office. Clutter is distracting and demoralizing. I know when I walk into my office, if I see clutter on my desk, on the floor, on the credenza, I just want to go take a nap or turn around and walk out and get as far away from that mess as I possibly can. Number two, make sure everything has a place and that everything gets put into that place. This will help with the clutter, and it will reduce the amount of time that you waste looking for things. Now trust me, I know a lot about this one, because my husband and I have moved three times in the past two years, and so we have spent a lot of time looking for things, because we had to find a place for everything. So it's very, it was very impressed upon us how important finding a place for everything is, and making sure that everything gets put back in its place. Number three is to prioritize the things that need to be done first. Trying to do all things at once only leads to exhaustion, frustration, confusion, and burnout. Pick the most important thing, or another approach might be to pick the thing that you can finish the quickest, and do what you pick. Avoid doing anything else until the thing you picked is done. Then move to the next thing on your priority list. Now, number four, list is the operative word here. Make lists. Make lists for everything. Groceries, meal planning, chores, both inside chores and outside chores. Places you need to go, people you need to call, notes you need to write. Make a list for everything it helps keep you organized and it reduces the amount of brain drain because you simply follow the list number 5 check off tasks on that list when you complete them this gives you a sense of progress and it gives you the incentive to move to another task so that you can check off that one too it's very it's very incentivizing number 6 Cook double meals a couple times a week so that you can have leftovers on the days that are the busiest. If you don't like leftovers, just cook double the meat and stick half in the fridge so you can make a different dish on another day. Here's an example. Cook a double amount of ground meat and make pasta sauce one night and then taco salads the next. Number seven, keep a calendar and put everything on your calendar. Now, this could be a paper calendar, like a day timer, a whiteboard, you could have it on your phone, or just keep a little tiny, tiny calendar that you put in your pocket. Whatever you use, schedule things on that calendar. Everything. This helps you assign those fixed minutes of every day and gives you a good visual on where you are currently investing your time. You may find some things that you can take off your calendar. Number eight, learn to say no. Or put a better way, learn to say, I would love to help you with that and I will check my schedule and get back to you. Then check your schedule. Do what you say. Check your schedule and weigh the amount of time that that thing will require and determine how it fits in your overall priorities. You have the privilege and the responsibility to change. Those priorities, if you choose. Just know that when you add something new, you probably may need to take something away or delete something already there to keep your schedule workable. When you get back with the person, you can say something like, I checked my schedule, and although I would love to be involved, I'm simply unable to say yes at this time. Number nine. Just like you plan your meals and your calendar, plan your errands efficiently. If you need to run out and pick up some dry cleaning and maybe get some light bulbs and drop off a gym bag that a kid left in your car and drop some flowers by a friend's house and take a package to the post office, plan all those things out on the same day. Do it on the same day whenever possible and write out your route. Just make a list of which order you're going to take things, so that you don't crisscross across town, burn up your gas, waste your time, and end up at the post office ten minutes after they close. Number ten, and this is really important. I save the best for last. Remember to take time for you. Having everything on a schedule, making lists, and keeping a calendar will help you be more efficient. Yet you still need time to just be. You need to sit quietly, take a walk outside to soak up nature's healing benefits, take a nap, read a book, do your nails, meditate, or whatever feeds your soul. Why is that so important? Because time is fixed. You won't find any more of it. So you need to manage those 1,440 minutes every day in such a way that serves your body, mind, and spirit first and foremost. You know what they say about pouring from an empty cup? You must fill your cup first. And these 10 tips will help you do that with grace and ease. And when your cup is full, you can help others. You can help fill their cups. And the whole world will be a better place. I hope this is helpful. I hope you enjoy these podcasts. If you like them, please share them with your friends. And check back for another one. This is Sharon Rhodes of Time for You signing out for now. And I'll leave you with a reminder. Number 10, remember to take time for you because you deserve it. Have a great day.